They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Yo Tweety, I don't know what you got going on right now, but... I, I gotta get this thing done. I got a project due. I can't play. I'm gonna need the strongest thing that we have in the refrigerator. What you got for me? I got this uh, new product from Hustleblends called Hustleblends Concentrate. It's gonna help you focus. I think you need that. Add some water with it. Add milk with it. It's perfect. It can make up to ten cups of coffee. I, I highly suggest that for you. So you mean to tell me I don't ever have to wait for my coffee in the drive-thru ever again or I have to go to Starbucks and, you know, wait to get a shaken espresso? I can literally just make my coffee from this one bottle. You can do that. And also you can come visit Hustle Blends at their flagship store coming soon. What? Oh, y'all not trapping out the Bando no more. Only Bando is the one that you can come to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, let's start the show. Welcome back to Million Dollar Conversations Podcast. I am one whole of your hosts, but one of the two. My name is Master Pizzle for Shizzle. All right, I am Queen Mother, okay? Um, and I am the amazing wife to this wonderful man over here, you know, he a little ashy. His head is a little big. Uh, but we do make do with what we got. You know, we, we work with the things that God gave us. Um, Tweety, a.k.a. Pusha T, a.k.a. Slept On But Now Woke, Tweet Tweet. I mean, say all the other stuff, too. Overtime T, a.k.a. Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Coming With It T. Okay. Uh Twenty for 20. twenty for twenty. One buck, <laughs> aka Mister One Buck for Buck. <laughs> Messy tea, you know. We come in with a Kenyan tea at that, um, but you know, it's exci- I'm excited for this episode. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so you are listening to Million Dollar Conversations Podcast. If you are a driven individual, if you are someone who plans to make changes and waves in your family, if you are a generational disruptor, okay, if you are starting a business, working a business, working a job, doing whatever, just being a high achieving person, this is the podcast for you. So what we want you to do right now is we want you to go ahead and make sure that you tell your people about this podcast, that you're sending it to your brother, sister, them, you're sending it to your auntie, uncle them you sending it to your granny them you sending it to the folks that need it in their position okay all right so we start off this podcast with this shum, 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 shum. all right what that is is an opportunity to get to know us a little bit better by just kind of asking little icebreaker questions okay so tweety if there was one article of clothing that you could choose to never wear or no what is one article of clothing that you could live without for the rest of your life that you currently have in your possession? Socks. Ew. Why? <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's pointless. Like if, if I'm up. Socks are not pointless. Okay. Part, you asked me the question. Okay. Let me get to my, my reasoning why. Like 
definitely need your boxes. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you kind of feel protected, you know? You know, whether you're male or female, like when you have your, your undergarments, it undergards you. <laughs> you know, it keeps you. It keeps you. It, yeah, you feel warm, you feel compact, you're there. Mm. Gotta have that. You gotta have something on your chest. That's how you get the cold. Okay. Not the cold, the cold. Um, I mean, knee pants. I mean, socks is what I would choose if, you know, that's my choice. Okay, so I would probably choose pants. I think pants, um, aside from pockets, honestly, are we invested in pants beyond pockets? Let me know. Let me know. Sound off <laughs> in the review section. Sound off in the, yeah, pants. I you feel, would wear socks, no pants? Yeah, I would go Make pants. That makes sense. I would literally be a Mormon woman and wear like a, a dress every day. <laughs> I just don't like, it's like if you wear a dress every day, like, Everywhere you go, you know, it's either one or two types of dresses. You're either wearing like a, hey, I just got out the house, don't talk to me type of dress. Or, you know, I'm going somewhere type of dress. And, you know, because there's nothing really in the middle, or there may be, there are some casual type of situations. I just like the breeze. I actually hate pants. I Pockets are why I'm in it. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Alright y'all, so I ain't, I ain't gonna cap it to you It's been it's been a week <laughs> It has been a busy, busy, busy week With us trying to launch this flagship store Us getting equipment in Us going in and getting some things together uh, Meeting with some folks It has been super busy on top of getting some orders out On top of just trying to handle other things On the back end um, On top of life On top of parenting On top of being married um, we, we have just been literally, I don't know how else to say it, but overwhelmed. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to that? Um, it's a good overwhelm. Yeah. Um, it's not one of them. Oh man, the sky's falling. <laughs> it's more of one of those, Hey, you know, these are certain things that you prayed for. These are, you're going to gonna be, yeah, Okay. You letting it know how the week was, huh, yawning? Uh, but uh, it's gonna be, it's one of those situations where, you know, it just teaches you to go harder, and it's it's actually making you because it is definitely have been has been a stretching week, but I feel like you know the stretching makes for more endurance. Yeah, it's been extremely character building. And so let's go straight into the business conversation. I know we did not fluff y'all the way we normally do in the first part of this podcast. Usually we have some laughs, we have some fun stuff. But I really want to go into to the business conversation because we got a lot to talk about as far as character building. Yo, it's common knowledge that neither one of us were on a job, um, you know. Is it common knowledge? Well, it was common knowledge that I left my job. Um, did you want to talk about yours or is this is pod material? No? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead. Live your life, homie. Nah, man, man. We six months in, baby. <laughs> we going to get our, our, our stripes. You know, just no. And honestly, like six months, no job is no, it's no easy feat, feat for your mindset. Um and prior to that, I had been working at home jobs. So, like, I hadn't gone to a physical job in, like, two, three years. All my jobs have, previous to this one, this last one, have been, like, you know, at home. 
Um, but just the mindset to consistently chase after a dream, chase after what God has put in front of you and still go um, and, and, and put your best foot forward and, and really work hard to um, complete tasks has not been easy. It's the furthest thing from it. Um, and when Patrice quit and, you know, we have a new baby, like, you know, the, the, the normal thing that somebody would say is like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all, y'all done lost y'all minds. Like, how, how would y'all do that? Then y'all got these projects. Where, where is this coming from? Where is that? So many questions that may come with just people who don't understand or maybe even know what God has put in you. And then the equipment that was already there. Like, this wasn't a surprise to us. These were things that we had already discussed and where we want our lives to go. So, you know, I just want to give glory to God for the keeping um, I don't want to sit here and say, well, you know, my smart strategies and you can have all the plans you you have until the world and life hits you in the, in the mouth right. and you're like, oh, <laughs> this is really happening. Yeah. So a lot of it has really been God stretching us and God giving us provision and God giving us wisdom and rhema and vision on what to do with. Uh, resources, what to do with our minds, what to do with our business, and how to better position ourselves in order to get the fullest, uh, full, to get the best out of us. Like it's been a personal growth, yeah. just as much as it's been what people see in business. It's yeah. been a lot more personal growing it moments. Had it had to be. We couldn't take our old mindsets into this moment. It was impossible. We were comfortable. Even though it was a teacher salary, it was the most money I'd ever made. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was the money that my 20 year old self, my 21 year old self, was like, man, I hope I get a job that pays 51,000, 55,000. I hope I get that. And so walking away from that and health insurance and all these other things with a brand new baby, like Tweety said, yo, this, this you are you smoking? Are y'all all right? <laughs> nobody said it, but you could feel it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody nobody said it because nobody had anything to give us. <laughs> there was there was a few people, you know, shout out to Tweety's mom. Um she listens to the podcast sometimes, you know. She was somebody who was very intentional in saying like go for the dream. Go for it. Go for it because you then realize that money is a tool. You know what I'm saying? That you, if you, if you get everything else going, I, I'm, I'm not going to preach too long on this because those who get it, get it. And those who don't won't, but when, when, you could always get the money. If you, but if you ha- get the money and you don't have the strategy and you don't have the plan and you don't have the foundation, all you have is the money. People are in bigger and better situations when they have the plan and all they have to do is go get the money. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about business and let's talk about this. Honestly, it's less about, you know, the different practicalities of business and the acronyms and the this and that. And, you know, do you have a CRM system? And no, we're talking about the character that it takes to do this, the character that it takes to be resilient, the character that it takes to sit up here and be like, all right, I'm going to take that hit and I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to take a licking and I'm going to keep on kicking. Like it, the the character it takes for your mind to literally do these these mental push ups, 
You know how like some people start their day and they do like 20 push-ups a day. Our minds are on the ground doing those fist push-ups. Those those, those you know chest to the ground type of push-ups because every single day whether there's an order or not, we look at this little boy in the face and we go get it. And this money comes. This money comes. If that's emailing somebody, if that's somebody fulfilling their invoice, if that's us reaching back out to the people that we have wholesale accounts with, if that's us doing all this and doing all that. And then when we got our shop and we announced that we had our shop, it people were like, oh, my gosh, life is easy now. Y'all have a shop. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pass the mic to A-Rab real quick. <laughs> Um, and to what you were talking about, I think um, for those who may not know us personally, I think we have to address it as, you know, you're going from expected income at the end of the month. You know your cap. You know that this is what I, I'm going to get. I had stuff in the Amazon cart, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, when you have that expected income, the stuff that's in the Amazon cart, it, it ain't you don't blink about it. Go ahead. And, and I'm the crazy one. I'm I'm the guy's gonna find a way. Yeah. I don't know, but I know God got it. And I've always been that way. I've been I'm a natural dreamer. I mean, since a, a baby, since a child, like that's all my parents said I was. And even growing up, like I just had ambition. I wanted to be a rapper at one point. I want to be an actor. Like, you know, all these things going to happen. But I've always been just out there. And when I really found God, what I realized that God is a fulfiller of whatever is in your heart. If it fulfills his will, he'll give it to you if you just ask for it. And so... Um, this transition from expecting this this income to come in every single month and then there being a natural cutoff one leg at a time as you already built a leg. It's like, you, you know, let's say this is a table. We built it to know that, hey, these two legs will never fall because we're still pushing it. I go to sleep making money. So I'm not worried about that. But this is what we're used to. I'm used to this kind of lifestyle. I'm used to moving around like this. And a lot of people don't want to sacrifice those two legs to get an airplane. You went from table to airplane, but a lot of people don't want to sacrifice those two legs for a moment, yeah. for a temporary moment yeah. to say like, no, I'm building an airplane over here. Yeah. And, you know, people catch on to the fact that you're building an airplane once you're in the air. <laughs> You know, they don't know, know yeah, what you was in the right. The, the people. Yeah. The people who found out that Noah actually was telling the truth and God was really speaking to him. They right. died as the rain fell. Yeah. They did not even see the ship sail. They they were still doing what they was doing. Yeah. So a lot of the time you become and you become the common fool to those around you or, and the local joker over the years based off of what you are learning through your failure in their eyes, but it's lessons to you. Yeah. And so it's invaluable information. It's priceless information, whether it's marketing, whether it's business, whether it's branding, you learn these things as you go. And so you learned it through the fire. Somebody got to now learn it through paying for it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is a lot harder because you still may not learn it. 
<laughs> so you you went there and you actually went and figured out some things. I never consider myself an expert at anything, but I'm an expert at failing forward. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to fail forward, you you will learn a role. And maybe you don't want to jump and do the role, but you'll know enough that when you do hire out, you know exactly what you want that person to do. Yeah. So back to just not having not having is not cool and at at first the fear is i'm so used to like you said 51,000 i'm so used to you know a combined of what 80 85 whatever you want to say i'm so used to that that i'm able to just move around how i want to move around but that is called comfort y'all that's the that's the thing that's called comfort you start seeing that Yo, I've been having holes in my finances. I've been having holes in my business plan. I've been having holes in my belief Mm -hmm. in what God told me to do Mm -hmm. based off of the fact that I'm always with this cushion of comfort. Now, I'm not telling anybody to do what Tweety and Patrice did. I'm not not telling anybody to follow a formula. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is to follow what God said Mm -hmm. because as everybody is pointing like, you don't know how many things you hear through the the voices Mm -hmm. that you'll hear along the way to fulfilling what God has told you to do. Yeah. Read your words, y'all. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. really see Joseph went through it. His own brothers, yeah. you know, his own people. Like, people really go through it in the word of God. Yeah. What, what makes you feel like you're exempt from that? Uh-huh. You know, so as you are building that boat, that and God is saying, it's going to rain for you, uh-huh. and everybody looking at you, you going where? You doing what? In a dry place? Mm-hmm. Nah, dang. Pfft, never me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay over here. It's it's green. Mm-hmm. The grass is mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the water keeps falling every day. Mm-hmm. But you never understand that where there's green, also there's drought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drought is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And where there's drought, <laughs> there's water coming. Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared to follow God's plan because God's plan is not going to look like man's plan. Yeah. And so it is a drastic change and God will set you up. I'm not saying you're going to wake up one day and just everything falls in place. But I like to tell people this is four years of really walking it out. Four years of being laughed in your face like, ha, 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 you are an idiot. (laughs) What are you doing? This is an MLM. There's so many comments that you'll hear along the way that could deter you. Because it's a detour that people want you to take. And when people want you to take is that if you don't believe in yourself, then you fall in the category of me, which is I gave up or I won't start and I won't go. And eventually over time, you just got to keep going. The endurance is making you, you building that muscle, you know, to lift that weight. (laughs) You're looking at the weight every day and every day you're trying to pick it up. Oh, I'm not ready. But you got to be able to keep pushing. During this time, you know, if you do, if you are on that path and that trajectory where you're seeing that you want to go full time into entrepreneurship, you know, obviously, you know, you want to count the costs. That's something you for sure want to do. But you also want to be mindful of what you're eating, what you're intaking and what you you're putting before you. This has been the most focused and least distracted we have ever been in our entire lives. Tweety and I collectively. We are not going out of our way to entertain anybody. We are not going out of our way to 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 make anybody feel comfortable. We're not going out of our way to to do certain things. And it's not because of of any 
particular type of relationship we're trying to build with anybody. It is purely out of the sheer need to focus because our focus right now is how we eat. Our focus is how our child eats. Our focus is how we get things done. We cannot afford distractions. We cannot afford empty conversations. We cannot afford to sit up here and kiki for absolutely no reason. Time is a thousand percent money. We can't afford. We're not trying to be mean, but it, it's it's the most focused because it's how it's what we need. This is what we needed to get to this entire time. I really want to encourage people to know that your focus is going to cost you a lot of things. It's going to cost you a lot of opinions. Those opinions were probably generating about you anyway, but it's going to to cost you a lot of things and, and people saying different things about you and saying, oh, you being funny, you this and you that. It doesn't matter. Get focused. Get focused. Because this is the time is so precious, man. You can't sit up here and have this dream and think that you just have this casual convenience to keep coming back to it whenever you feel like it. If the time is now, the time is now. Get to it. I talked about it today on TikTok about how um, freedom is not free. It costs. What's your TikTok handle, by the way? My TikTok handle is faithboss4s's, F-A-I-T-H-B-O-S-S-S. Yes. All right. Um, so follow me on TikTok. Um, and follow Tweety on TikTok as at slept on tweet. Always. But I really want to talk about the cost. The cost. Yes, it costs a, to, to run a business. It costs to have startup costs. It costs to have different equipment and POS system and a website and marketing and, 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 and product and all these different things. It costs to take the pictures and do all the fun stuff. But then on the other end of it, honestly, that costs less than what it costs you internally. You know what I'm saying? To get your mind right to say, hey, I'm about to do this. I'm about to get on this. I'm not, no, we're not talking business anymore. This We're at the table doing it. So we wanted to touch on this because we really want to be very clear about the personal growth needed, the personal focus needed. It's, not, it's so personal that it don't involve nobody else. Nobody else's opinion is required to get as focused as you need to be about what you need to do. So let's talk real quick about um, we, we shared some tips on, on hustle blends about just different ways to pour into your business, whether your product based business, whether your service based business. And, and we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, whenever you're, you're pre- being present on social media with, um, your products and things like that to, that you can never overshare, but you can oversell a lot of our, our transparency about our entire journey is a lot of the fuel for hustle blends. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the the understanding of how people can relate to the story of Hustle Blends without even knowing us personally. A lot of people kind of go back and forth about, like, should I be the face of my brand? Should I be behind my brand? Should people just see my stuff? Should people see me? Uh, the answer to both of those questions is yes. 
you know, whether because both can work for you tremendously. But I say all this just to kind of bring it full circle is to say that your story is going to be what inspires people in your brand, in your company, whether you're selling a product, whether you're selling a service, whether you are taking naps and people are sending you money in your cash app, whatever it is, people are invested in you and what you have to share with people and how you can relate to people. So never be afraid to share your story. And that's why I felt like it was great that on this platform and in this moment we shared the reality that's beyond just the successes and the accomplishments that people see. Yeah, some of us have the audacity to believe that somebody's just going to sit there all day long thinking about you and thinking about your brand and think about the things you're going to do. That is a problem that we face as entrepreneurs. This is a problem I faced at, in the beginning. Is like there's an expectation of an influx of people who going to just jump into that website and, sh- and start shopping. For some people, that is a real reality, and it happens, and they sell out. For a lot of people, it has to be a lot more intentionality that goes into the marketing. Um, and I believe this is the area where we have to understand that if you don't know my story as a brand, how are you supposed to then buy? Because anything that you could sell right now in 2022, you could find online. Mm-hmm. You could find somebody else selling coffee. Mm-hmm. You could find somebody else doing whatever else. Mm-hmm. But what makes you stand out? What makes you different? That's the part that you have to go and ask. What is your why on why you on on why you are doing this particular service or product? Mm-hmm. And then is this coming off as a relatable thing to the customer base? Yeah. Can I relate to you? You know, are you differentiating yourself from a different mom and pop? Or are you even collaborating? Because sometimes that's that's where the the sweet spot could be. But how can somebody who you want to collaborate with respect what you're doing if you're not moving? Yeah. And then if McDonald's is out here paying for marketing dollars to be on different platforms, what makes you feel like you're exempt from it? Yeah. What makes you feel like you don't need a banner on the side of the road like everybody else? You know, there's funny. Um, there was a couple that was selling life insurance mm-hmm. over here in the DFW area. And everywhere we went, every, every city, every major intersection, whether they took it down or not, mm-hmm. you saw their faces. Yeah. If you're in the DFW area, you probably know who we're talking about. I don't know their names, but I know the face. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. That's what it, it costs something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can't. You can't run away from the the process mm-hmm. of being pruned or being uh, squeezed in this area of figuring out what works. You have to fall a couple of times in order to get up and say, this works for me. It may not work for this person, mm-hmm. but it works for me. Yeah. So finding what area, what, what platform works best for marketing, mm-hmm. what kind of storytelling works for it. Right. What do your customer and your insights say about what you're selling? Because sometimes we make our business emotional platforms, emotional outlets to where we release our anger towards people who are not for us or against us when it's not emotion based. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that, like go to like therapy school or something. I don't know. Like deal with those problems somewhere else. Keep it in your personal page. Business is not supposed to be emotion led. Because when you make business emotion-led, you become erratic, just like feelings. They Mm -hmm. flee. Mm -hmm. 
if I'm happy and I'm sad all in the span of five minutes, my customer is confused. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to have a, a understanding of um, how to move without making things. Being objective. Yeah, being objective. Yeah, being objective. Um, for sure. I, I Yeah, that's, that's the whole tea with that. Just staying and remaining objective, ensuring your story um, without any expectation on necessarily on how anyone will receive it, but more so knowing that who receives it is who is going to get into it. Um, we're not speaking from a graduated place, you know. We're learning, you know. There are oh yeah for sure um there are people who are on the hustle plans page who really don't give two flying flukes about Tweety and patrice but they are invested in the story and the branding and the identification of hustle plans identifying with this brand about hustling about going after it about getting it about coffee about um unity about all of these things like people identify with that they don't have to identify with us personally you know you're your personal brand obviously bleeds through your business, but you do not have to over marry them or over collaborate them for it to work. So let's move to faith because um, faith and business have been so huge for us in this season. It's been it's been massive for us with our faith and with, with all of these things. You know, I was thinking about um, I was thinking about Gideon in the word I was watching this um, sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts about just um, changing up your routine and she was preaching about Gideon and she was saying about how you know this man was um, a judge who was always doubtful he always had so many questions to God like he was like why are we doing it like this why are we doing it like that you know he he put God through so many different I, I guess I could loosely say he put God through different tests, but he pretty much like God was very patient with him and God tarried with him um, as he was struggling to take his his position in God. And he struggled with doubt so, so much. And I thought to myself how there's so many of us, so many of us struggle with so, so, so much doubt. But when he finally accepted it, he walked so closely with God and had so much influence and so much impact and to, to, to the point where he was um, going to war and he created this big old fleet of an army. This, this and, and God actually said, you don't even need all that. And he brought it down to 300 people. So he may have had like a thousand soldiers and God said, eh, we're going to cut that in thirds. <laughs> It goes to show that you do not need all of the things necessarily that you think you need to protect yourself. Sometimes I was thinking the other day, Tweety, and I was thinking to myself, how many of us have gotten faith on credit? Like, you know, we know the Hebrews 11 says faith is the substance of things. What? hope for and evidence of things that is what not seen all right and so when i think about those words like the substance of things hoped for there are a lot of things in my life that i never actually had the audacity to hope for it just happened and and somehow some way it looked like faith on my part but i had nothing to do with it it literally was just life and and god in favor um and, and i wasn't necessarily being like you know what i'm saying like um 
disciplined enough to pray about it or I wasn't being mindful enough to to put it before me. It just happened for me. And as a result of that, having that faith on credit after it all happened, I went back into prayer thereafter receiving those things. And I say all this to say this. Right now, if you're struggling with doubt, if you're struggling with faith, if you're struggling with a lot of different things and God is putting you in position to where it almost feels like you're supposed to have this mature, big girl, big boy faith, but you're struggling with the basic elementary parts of faith and and the thing that's before you, the thing that God is is almost putting into your bosom, you know, feels like it requires this massive amount of faith. I want you to go ahead and get into a place of knowing that God is using you even if you struggle with doubt because it's going to be the thing that births that level of faith for you. You look like you want to say something. I do. I mean, I, I want to talk about the activating activating faith, you know, because sometimes we want to activate it when, we want to activate it when the, the circumstance fits. And then... When we don't feel like it, we turn it off so we mm-hmm. can stay in frustration, so we can stay in doubt, so we can mm-hmm. stay in anxiety, mm-hmm. so we can stay in fear. Mm-hmm. So if you have an on and off button on your faith, you'll never get to experience it in the moment it's supposed to be activating. Yeah. It's like a it's like a light switch. You know, you can keep that light on as long as you need to. God, keep it on for you. You know, we, we realize that, you know, Baba talks about faith being the size of a mustard seed. But we also know that a mustard tree is the largest tree in the world. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to water that thing. It's up to you to keep that thing up in order for it to get to the size it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be. Now, it could stay as small as it it once was or it could grow. Mm -hmm. So what I've realized about myself is that the more I water that seed that nobody, including myself, can take away what God put in, Mm -hmm. that tree becomes unmoved when circumstances and situations come my way mm-hmm. that, you know, I was joking. We, we had bought, <laughs> I always remind Patrice that we had uh, purchased uh, uh, our investment property and we had this tree that covered the entire property. And one day I was like, I'm cutting that, I'm cutting that thing. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, she looked at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. I had never cut a tree a day in my life. Didn't know how to. Right. Didn't even Can't know. Getting quotes for the, yeah. The tree. The, like, them uh-huh. things started talking about four, five, four, five. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm young. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I got muscles. Mm-hmm. I'm finna get the tree down. I now know that it is no easy feat mm-hmm. to cut a tree with a simple saw. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of them a hand, a hand saw at that. It was a hand saw. But God was teaching me a lesson in my stubbornness as mm-hmm. well. Because as I was getting stubborn, I looked around and when I tell you the voices, they come from even those close to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The voices of you can't do it. Mm -hmm. As people see you try to limb by limb, you're getting closer to the vision. Mm. But everybody around you is looking at you and laughing at you Mm -hmm. because there's an easier route. That's what they think. Mm But sometimes God puts you in a tree and he gives you the simplest tool so that he can get your mind ready for what you're about to Mm -hmm. endure. So the endurance for the next thing becomes easier because while other people are dealing with mental or mind problems as far as belief, Mm -hmm. you already attained it on that tree. Mm -hmm. You can use the tree as a reference point. Mm -hmm. 
You know, we, we know the story of David. He didn't get just to Goliath and have that belief then. Mm-hmm. He had it when he killed a bear and killed all these animals. Mm-hmm. He got to David, to, to Goliath, and knew, man, God did all that for me. Like, this is it? Mm-hmm. An uncircumcised Philistine? Like, that's what y'all y'all mm-hmm. fretting about? Yeah. I've seen what God did it over here. I'll I, I do it right now. Let me show you. Boom. Mm-hmm. So as you're building your 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 mementos of faith as you're moving in that journey whether it's in business whether it's in your personal life you got to reflect on what god has done while you deal with circumstances of now Mm -hmm. so that faith is activated now today as you listen to this you have to activate your faith in this moment not tomorrow now i'm gonna write it down and i'm gonna talk about it and i'm gonna do an affirmation tomorrow Mm -hmm. no like this is the word of god like if you say what it does or you read it out loud, you are activating it. Yeah. And sometimes we don't realize the power that we have in that moment. So utilize moments that God has pulled you through something to apply into your now. Now we're going to move into our relationship talk. All right. So um, a question came about, actually someone asked me this in person, about how did I feel about who is the breadwinner? Um, Who, yeah. And so, yeah, in person, Um, how do I feel about that? And I said, well, it really depends on the agreement that you have. Um, In our marriage, we have experienced every single variation of of who makes more and, and at certain times who stays home, who does this, who does that. And there's been no shame associated with that because for us, our money pays our bills, not my money pays our bills, not Tweety's money pays our bills, not my money pays my bills, but ours takes care of us. And so when we've done that and when we looked at things like that and when we've also realized that we both share the same desires, my husband, I'll brag on him, no matter what our our relationship well not not relationship what am I saying dynamic was when it came to who's working where and who's making what I have a husband that never ever 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 was shy of hustling ever 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 I remember our first year of marriage when we was broke that was the brokest we've been and we would go out on weekends and we would go to garage sales so we could flip stuff and we would flip stuff on, well, Tweety would flip stuff on OfferUp. And what was the other place called? Five Miles. Five Miles. And, like, he was like, nah, I'm going to take, I'm going to get $100 so I can take you on a date. I'm, I'm going to make $200 real quick and I'm going to pay this up. Or, or, you know, we was never late on our bills. We we was never behind on anything. And, and never had been actually throughout our entire marriage because we had a mind, not about how much money was coming in from whose bank account, but how we were going to, what we were going to do with our money. We have not always been the best stewards of money. We haven't been always been the best stewards of investing or saving, but we always took care of what, what happened where. So what was, where was I going with that? The question on breadwinner. Breadwinner. Okay. Yeah. So if we both eating, <laughs> it don't matter. But there are, I'm not going to sit up here and act like there can't or hasn't or won't be some level of discomfort in that conversation initially. And I will say, I believe that sometimes the male ego can make that conversation 
a little a little a little butthole. What say you? <laughs> butthole. Okay. Um, I believe as a man, you always want to be a breadwinner. Like, you know, nobody has ever advertised a man as like, you just stay at home and you chill. So it becomes an uncomfortable thing at first of like, yo, I'm not used to this. I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm used to going. I'm used to doing. But if the better option is for the one who gets paid the most to keep doing what they're doing and you have this situation going on over here. I started to looking at it like I'm I cannot be in competition with my wife. That make no sense. Like mm. the enemy's a liar. The, it's not even ego. It's mm. the enemy planting those seeds of doubt mm. on who you are as a man at first. And then, you know, after that first year, like I really started to see that, you know what? Marriage is about seasons. And those seasons change. Mm. First year it was it was me. Yeah. I was show. Hey man, I'm here. Big dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, what you do at home? Like, you know, yeah. you, you you know, I got the pants on that quote unquote. Um and second year, Patrice got a, a great opportunity and she became a teacher. Mm-hmm. I was still in the same boat. So was it uncomfortable at first? Absolutely. Like, let's be honest. If you're a man, it's uncomfortable at mm-hmm. first because your ego is in the way. Mm-hmm. It's on like, yo, like, I got to get me a new job. (laughs) You don't even become content with the job you have. Like, you start being like, man, I got to compete. It's like, it's we money. It's not I money. It's not you money. It's 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 our money. And so I think the best way to address something like that is really sitting down and saying, well, this is one pot. What goes in, goes in. What comes out, comes out. There's no secret Tweety account. There's no secret Patrice account. This is our account. Mm-hmm. You need to know. And at first, you you had that struggle mm-hmm. of like, but like, I'm so used to my singleness. I'm so used to moving how I move. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to having my own money so I can move a little bit here. I can move a little bit there. And nobody knows except me and God. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like, no, nowadays, I, I I don't even like when I make anything extra when anything comes my way like I don't even feel like looking at it because there's nothing I wouldn't do for my wife and my son mm-hmm. there's nothing I wouldn't do to sacrifice myself my body or anything in order for them to have what they need mm-hmm. so whatever the amount is I don't even put my stuff in there mm-hmm. because it's like I want the I want y'all to have everything that y'all need in every season and not just a up season or a down season. It's like, this is the standard. And in order to get to that, you have to be in a sacrificial state, um, not money wise, but in the posture mm-hmm. of a husband, a husband is a, also an overseer. And when you're an overseer of your family, there's a posture that you have to take of, Yo, if this rain hit me, but the umbrella is over my 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 family, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the realization that I had to get to because I've seen my dad do that. You know, I've seen other men in my life do that. You know, but it really opened my my heart to knowing that it is not a race. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like we we get into the same bed, we get into the same car. Right. Why are we racing? The world makes it that way because people are going to give those opinions. You bring people into your business, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what they're going to do. Well, yeah. you know, Patrice, the teacher, what do you do? Yeah. You know, yeah. people like to divide. People love <laughs> to divide. 
They love to do it because you never know what dynamic somebody else has in their household. And it just because they have it and they they may look down at yours doesn't mean it's working for them. You know, well, no matter what our dynamic was, it was working. It, it was working. You know what I mean? Um, I think the best thing, the best conversation to have, especially if you're like approaching marriage and you're, you know, wanting to to talk about finances, because finances is the number one of the number one reasons why people get divorced is like finances and infidelity. Um, it, it just like because people don't want to talk about certain things. People put keep things hidden. Um, people have different relationships with money. A lot of women have emotional relationships with money. Some men have relationship, uh, emotional relationships with money. Um, whether it is like only feeling like the man when they make money or in some women only feeling like, you know, they have some spending power because they make their own money, regardless of what it is. I think it's best to talk about it. I think it's best to lay it at the feet of God. If you struggle to talk about it, but when you sit down and y'all realize, okay, we have goals. If it's we're trying to buy a property, if it's we're trying to buy, you know, a new thing, if we're trying to do something different, if we're trying to pay off debt, whatever the case is, if you got this and I got this, we're going to bring it together. What's our agreement? Put it on paper. Put it in front of you so neither one of y'all get beside yourself and forget about it, you know? Um, if you have a spending limit, obviously I, as a woman have a higher spending limit personally than Tweety does. Sweetie just requires a headache, hair, headache, a haircut, <laughs> a haircut and like some socks and some draws and like, you know, some, some cookie mix once a month or whatever. Um, and me it's completely different. You know, I have other things that I want to pay for and that I, and that I expect to, um, to have, Everything changes in every season. Everything changes in every season. There is never, you are not going to have the same season in the second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh year of your marriage as you did in your first season. It could have been hunky dory. One person is bringing in all this and all that. The next season, somebody can get sick and you got to step up. The next season, a baby could be in the mix. Somebody got to stay home or childcare has to be put into place while y'all both go out. There's going to be some sort of um, temptation of strain that can come into your marriage you cannot escape life happening to you but you can fix the way you react to it so whatever it is whatever your dynamic is don't feel embarrassed don't feel shame man or woman if ain't nobody working somebody gonna pay the, the bills gotta get paid the bill whatever you gotta do the bills gotta get paid so Whatever it is, it kind of ties back to our previous sections when we were talking about business and even faith is focus, 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 get them distracted. If you got people in your ear talking about who working and who not and they sitting in their pocket watching you and seeing when you got new socks and shoes and shoelaces, get away from them people anyway because they ain't got nothing going for themselves. No way. Get up out of that and focus. Get rid of the distractions. Right. Yeah, whether you get a new job, whether you get a promotion, whether you're fired, whether you're hired, it, uh, only two people really, if especially in a relationship, only two people really are going to feel the, the heft of that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're going to look at each other and you have to deal with the consequences. What we, what we end up doing that really makes marriage hard when it comes to finances is we divulge that information to everybody. Mm-hmm. 
And when you do that, you are also inviting people into your marital affairs and you're uncovering your husband or you're uncovering each other and you're showing areas of your life where the enemy is easily going to come in and divide what God has put you to to get what God has put together. Um, And I, I think when it comes to this topic, it's rarely that we talk about these conversations when it comes to business because I feel like when it comes to business whoever's business is because sometimes we separate each other's businesses when we're married you know well that's your thing this is my thing but the realization is when you come together as one and you realize like hey these expenses are coming together we spend all these things to move forward it's okay to sit down and come up with that agreement. So I believe that that's the ultimate thing. Get an agreement, get an understanding. And get it in front of you so you don't trip out. All right, y'all, let's go to ad tags. This is my favorite personal part of the pod um, because we get a chance to actually um, give you a little wisdom that maybe we personally came up on this week, this month, today, this hour, whatever the case is. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Usually I pass it to A-Rab and he going to crank it up for sure. But I am going to go ahead and lead with... Your strongest thought is the direction of your life. Whatever and wherever you put your head at every single day, that is the direction your life is heading. I, y'all, when I realized that and when I realized that the place I put my mind and the place I put, you know, um, my my thoughts and my my hopes and my dreams is the same place that my pockets go, the same place that my my journey is. All right, and it made me very selective about any other influence I allow in that space. I cannot be around victimhood. I cannot be around negativity. I cannot be around doubt. All of that is cancerous to me. It has to stay away from me. My strongest thought is where my life goes. So I don't know if that's applicable to you, but that is my ad tax this week. What you got, A-Rab? His name is A-Rab, by the way. Okay. Um, What I have is you can't avoid the process. You can't avoid the process. No matter what industry what business, what service, you can't avoid the process. If God told you you got to cross this desert in order to get to your destination, start walking Mm -hmm. and walk without allowing your emotions to get the best of you. It's so hard to say that without telling you that it's not going to be easy because as you walk, there's still going to be noise. As you walk, you're still going to doubt. still going to be anxiety. It's still going to be fear. But I promise you, as we are going to walk this journey out, as you see our podcast, as you, as you hear, as you uh, are rolling down the streets and you're like, man, they, they came out with million dollar conversations and they own that million dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're going to be like, wow, if it can happen for them, it can happen for me. Let me get to walking. Mm-hmm. But better believe there's some bloody hands over here, some bloody feet. There's some it's going to cost something. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about focus and intentionality, 
it's hard to explain that unless you're in it. So bear with it until you're in it and you're like, ah, light bulb, bang, I get it. But take your time with it. Walk it out. That's it. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. And catch us next week. Bye.